Welcome back to the Cheap Heat Productions podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show. And today we have another member from the LFC today, Audrey Monique. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm jealous. I saw the intro. You have a Tiger King guest before. Yeah, I've actually got uh, Carol Baskin on in two weeks' time. How do I even compete with that? Who wants to watch me when they get with all the Tiger King people to play Carol? I'm jealous. Oh, no, we, we, we do a nice mix of uh, guests on the show. And I, I had Sean on a few months back and since then we've been having a few of the fighters on so you know it's good to have that option there as well because we have a lot of wrestling fans as well like in mma and wrestling kind of go hand in hand and i don't know where tiger king fits in but it fits in somewhere we should have them as judges <laughs> yeah i think some of those tiger king guys john that i had on is actually working in wrestling as a special guest at times so maybe that's one for sean to follow up there you go <laughs> yeah putting them on the spot how did you yeah how did you become involved in this industry so my dad was actually uh, like he was a doctor but i think they call him trainers on the wwe back in the day so since i was a little kid i would always like maybe it was an ego thing i always wanted to like beat the boys at wrestling since i was a little kid i even like sliced open my head as a kid wrestling and hit a fireplace but i think that was always like a dream deep down and i played sports my whole life um but i was on competitive like soccer and track still have some some records back in the day um and then flash forward i did some stunt work and i can't remember where i saw laundry fighting jimmy but i saw a clip and i was like this is so crazy weird and raunchy like i have to be a part of this so i actually like it's the asian in me i like and then i found sean's email and i'm like this guy's not gonna answer me so i was just like hey this is my background can I like try out? And he actually responded, weirdly enough. Yeah. And so that's how it all started. Yeah, I was lucky enough he responded to me that day as well to get him on the show. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here today. That's right. He's really nice about responding uh, even now. Yeah. And he was telling me that you're most one of the most controversial fighters in LFC MMA history. Why do you think that is? I mean, I'm honestly really competitive, but I'm pretty nasty. I'm, I'm probably the best trash talker. Because all the girls are like so nice and I'm like, we need to have a little controversy. So I kind of like to stir the pot a little bit. Okay, not a little bit, a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I tend to bring out the worst in people I've noticed with, uh, with fighting. And, yeah, but is it I really interesting if you're not pissed off? I don't think there's anything wrong with a bit of trash talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you want to tell me what happened at LFC 22 with the eyeball incident? Oh, Miss Shelley. Okay, so... I guess I pissed off another person for the thousandth time, and 
I didn't expect it. She just bit my eyeball and very, very hard that I didn't get a lot of treatment and like surgery after. It wasn't, it was crazy. But if I recall, she was Ariel back in the day in WWE, Shelly. So I was like, I should have thought so, right? That's kind of like her gothic thing. I should have thought maybe she'll bite me and not in a sexual way, just, just aggressively. Oh, it's Shelly <laughs> Martinez. You know oh, go ahead. It was a Shelly yeah. Martinez. Yes, Shelly oh. Martinez. So it's a little bit of an honor, you know, because you grew up watching her. So you're like, I'm, I'm kind of respect her more for doing it. I like when people cheat and play dirty a little bit. That's why they don't like me as much. But so I grew more respect for her after the eyeball bite. Yeah. Did that put you out of action for a long time? Yeah, I was gone for years. And then surprise, I'm back. Now they're stuck with me again. I don't know if the girls are that happy about it. But yeah, so it's been, yeah, I don't think they expected it. it was like retired. And then I talked to Sean and then I'm back. But yeah. He, he said you returned at LFC 31 and attacked a coach. Did I? I mean, if no one saw Alleg it. Allegedly. Oh, yes, I definitely. <laughs> yes, I attacked coach Leon Hader. What a terrible name. But anyways, um, yeah, no, we've always had a problem. I've had a problem with coach Joel Kane and coach Leon Hader since the very beginning. They rubbed me the wrong way. And um, I've pushed them in pools, thrown things at them, screamed at them, scratched. But, so I thought, eh, I don't know. He was just so obnoxious during that one match that I was like, I just, I couldn't, I have very little self-control if you guys watch the show. So I attacked him. Some would say like a little, a love tap, but apparently he was attacking. So now I got in trouble. And then as punishment, the president, Holly, who was actually my first fight ever. So we don't like each other either. Um, a lot of so, enemies. Yeah. So she made me a coach of the new blue team to teach me a lesson about how to be a better person to see how hard coaching is so that maybe I won't attack people anymore. But that didn't work very well. If you watch our Sturgis events, I may have attacked probably more people than I ever have, just to prove a point again. Hi, President Holly, if you're watching. So it wasn't really a punishment. You've seen it as a kind of a reward and a new opportunity for you in the business. Oh, absolutely. I think it was a terrible mistake for them to make me a coach. They gave me too much power and I love Machiavelli. So I mean, that is a terrible idea to give me that. and. I may have abused the power. So I'm going to see if they're going to keep me as a coach or they're going to put me back into fighting for the Halloween event. So we'll see. And how many girls were you coaching? Oh, so many, so many. Yeah. But our two of our girls are, I guess, have been fired. So or some controversies, okay. but we'll see. So any anything to do with you that? Oh, do you think it had to do with me that I got them? <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's not my fault. Okay, so I did make a man-hating speech before we started, and then maybe it rubbed them up too much. And then I was like, whoa, what, I created monsters, and I don't know, they just went with it. So I feel like, it's, you know, I guess it's the coach I have to take responsibility, but really, isn't it the president's fault for putting me as a coach? They know I'm out of control, so kind of their fault. Yeah, so you're not taking any responsibility anyway, that's for sure. No, I never, I'm not, no self-incrimination here, guys. I, I watched it Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dateline NBC. I had Chris Hansen actually on the show a couple of weeks ago. So you have the coolest, I thought Andre Fanning was cool, but you literally have the coolest job. Can you get every one of them to be a judge and you judge with them? That would be so fun. Yeah. Let's have a look at this. Oh no. <laughs> it, this is Sturgis. Yes. Tell me all about it. How did it go for you? Oh my gosh. Okay. So for people who haven't watched, they literally needed to tune in. It was the most drama I've ever experienced. 
and the most, I guess, sexuality that I've seen. And maybe it's different because I'm a coach where you're up close, you're not focused on your fight. But I was like, I have never seen so many face sitting, uh, titty smothering, oh, okay, Bella Inc. That's, she's one of the fan favorites. Can't hate them on that, she's gorgeous. And she smothered me with her boobs and I actually couldn't breathe. I never thought, and I was like, this is how I'm going out. So if like she ever murders a future husband, it was probably death by boobies. So I'm, yeah, so that was the most, yeah, face sitting, boob smothering, everything just, you would always hear like the crowd really getting into it, grab her titties, I don't know. It was very the most sexualized, I would say, and the most fun. And there was a lot more tension. Maybe that's because I was coaching and I revved up a whole group of girls. I'm not sure. Because uh, the blue team, I, we seem to have gotten in trouble the most, but it was honestly the most amazing event. It was my first time at Sturgis and the crowd has just really got into it and really had favorites. They pretty much hated the blue team. I will tell you that, but you guys have to watch to see. We got heckled a lot, but I heckled the fans back. Yeah, so the crowd, the crowd, the crowd there would be predominantly male anyway, and a lot of biker guys, like I'd say, like they were definitely really into it. Did you guys get much crowds over the weekend? Yeah, we had amazing crowds. And again, to the point that like security, we used to get to walk up because people were almost like getting into the ring. And then we'd be like, sir, like, please serve my fighter. And that's like using the nicest I can be. But uh, yeah, no, people were getting very up close. And what I think always shocks people, they're like, oh yeah, there's many men at Sturgis or at these events. But the weird part is, it's usually women that are the ones that are the most like touchy-feely. You're like, oh my gosh, like out of nowhere. So it's, a, it's an interesting time. Yeah. And I heard that you had a camera in hand. I did. Okay. So um, the big reveal. So we got picked up by Roku, which is very exciting, and Apple TV. And so, again, I don't know what, where the judgment is at, but I was chosen to document Sturgis with a show. I guess our working title is LFC 360. And it's kind of the behind the scenes diary, so to speak, of all the girls. And so, and they let me narrate, which is a dangerous game. So people have to check that out when it gets released. It should be released very soon. We're hoping September might be a little bit later with Roku. So I asked a lot of girls like different questions, like love life, because I feel like a lot of like guys that watch the show are kind of curious about the girls that just outside of just fighting. So we asked sex questions, relationship, and everything in between. Like especially Daisy had some really funny sexual answers. So I feel like if I saw you had her on the show, so it's like people that yeah. watch that should really check out LFC three sixty. It's yeah. very eye-opening. I think it's more fun almost. I'm like, oh my gosh. I thought the fighting was a little titillating, but I'm like, oh. behind the scenes, I was like, I don't know what to do. I need to pray or something. <laughs> it gets pretty raunchy. So from being in the ring to be a coach to now be behind the scenes, are you enjoying all these different roles? Absolutely. I love actually coaching. Again, I don't know why President Hall, I thought it would be a punishment. It's been a lot of fun. I'm actually, I hate to tell them, but I'm learning a little bit guys don't watch this, I'm actually learning a lot more and seeing now like all the girls' weaknesses while fighting. Like, okay, they could have done this move and this move. And you're like, oh my gosh, so now I'm learning what their weak spots are. And of course, what their strengths are. So I'm like, okay, when I fight each and every one of them, then I know what to do and what to avoid. So you're learning who has better ground game, you know. So it's really backfiring on them. So when I attack more people outside the ring, then I now know more things about them. Yeah, I talk to a lot of wrestlers on this show and a lot of them have their own training schools now and the things that they've learned from not being in the ring every night is amazing because you're kind of in a, you're just in the zone when you're walking to the ring and you're fighting, then your fight is over and then that's it. But from the outside now looking in like you are, you're definitely going to learn a lot. 
Absolutely. I actually found it more exhausting to be the coach. You're like so emotionally invested with your fight. You just get it all out and you're done. And then, so that's why I, if you guys watch, I jumped into the ring a few times outside the ring, got up. I, have, I don't know if you guys can see it, but I have some scars now from uh, tackling people outside the ring. So yeah, I think actually coaching is more intensive and then again, more emotional because that's why I attack people that I thought were offensive to my fighters. So it's like a big mama bear now. I never thought I'd feel like that because you would just attack everyone. So joining loyalties and alliances. So it might be more dangerous now. And were you fighting as well at the Sturgis event or were you just coaching? I was just coaching at Sturgis. That was my full punishment in there because they know how much I like to fight, but it didn't really stop me from fighting people. So. But you still got smothered with Bella Inks boobs somehow I, anyway. You're getting too involved, I think. <laughs> I do, I know they have to like rein me in. I'm not sure what they're gonna do next. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be LFC 360, yeah? Yes, LFC 360, yeah. On road so. Look forward to seeing that. So the next event is going to be Halloween. Where is that and what's the current plan for it? So it's going to be in Las Vegas now. Originally it was scheduled for Mexico because of COVID and everything else. Logistically, we moved to Las Vegas, which I'm excited about. A little less scary. I might be a little afraid of Mexico, slightly. <laughs> so yeah. it'll be fun to be in Las Vegas and then Hopefully, like our fans that when we first started out and we did a lot of shows in Vegas, will come out and support as well. I'm sure they will because of the way the world has been like the last 18 months. I think people want events now and they want to go to things. Uh, oh, it cut out. It like glitched. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying with the last 18 months uh, with no events and stuff like that, I think people, the hunger will be there for people to go. That's right. I hope people come out. Are you going to come out? Dun, dun, dun. Pressure. Uh, I'm coming to America next year for my first time. I'm coming to WrestleMania in Dallas. So I was, oh. saying, to, I was saying to Sean, you should do a show there in Dallas. There'll be lots and lots of fans around WrestleMania week. Oh my gosh. Half of me is like super jealous. The other half is hurt because you went with WWE first. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> is that the enemy? <laughs> I know. It's okay. It makes us work harder, right? Yeah. But they're the one that inspired us, I would say. The Attitude Era, of course, right? I'm dating myself. I'm getting old in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, no, the Attitude Era was definitely where it was at. It's a bit soft these days. Right? I miss the Attitude Era, so maybe. Yeah. It's maybe all... Maybe it would be kind of in between there. <laughs> yeah, it's all kind of based around just wrestling now, I know. But there's not really much into the storylines and stuff like that. But I think with the things that you're doing with the behind the scenes, the documentary and stuff, you could start maybe portraying that i suppose in the modern era I think so. yeah well i look forward to seeing it and it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today and thanks a million for your time thank you so much thanks for having me guys and watch yeah. 360 on roku and then apple tv yeah make sure you behave yourself now the next time for the next event <laughs> i can't i know i need to read the future i still haven't behaved i promise thank you very much thank you so much appreciate it